Welcome to War Games, hosted by the sales genius Joe Ingram. If you're looking to win the sales battle, then you have joined the right team. In the War Games group, we devise strategies for sales, marketing, branding, mindset, and attitude. We enlist the assistance from the most successful producers across all industries. We then share their knowledge and techniques with you. Our single goal is to get you ready for your next sales opportunity. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that have crossed before you. Now, prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for the war games to begin. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, war gamers. It's me. So I'm here to say I'm just now kicked it back off. I saw our technical difficulties expanded over as we were going through. So Facebook is now up and live again. So everyone, welcome to War Games. I am thrilled today. First, I'm going to go grab Bob Donnell, VIP, coming up on the side here, right? I'm going to talk to you guys today. What do we have? We have a dear, dear friend of mine since way back in like 2008 is when we first ran into each other and competed against each other because we're just that way. But you know she's wonderful because she has the same birthday as me. So we're like the same twin things. A lot of attitude. We're good. But a seasoned business and financial professional. I don't like the word seasoned because that implies that she's old. And of course, we are not. So she has been in the business a long time. She's extremely talented. And she has been an entrepreneur for over three decades. Okay. She's going to share with us her insights on how to take your business. So this is going to be the entrepreneur help desk today because she's going to share with you the art of mind, money, and marketing. So the three M's. Okay. She's built successful startups. We've challenged ourselves plenty of times in a startup. So it's a wonderful thing. We have a great relationship, dear friend of mine. So let me bring up for you all to benefit a return War Games host, Miss Farid Sisniega. Farid! Yes, look at this. All hey, right, I'm gonna we got, we got let go. Look at Farid brought some people. Look at that. Bob's got some people too. Thank goodness. You know, Joe got something in here. Somebody mentioned my name, right? So, oh, and look, the only time I ever see Sonia on the show. That's right. Following, following her BFF. Yes. And she's fighting you for it. She's fighting yes, you for it. Yes, I know. It. I'm the BFF. That's, we've already determined that for years now. But Miss Fareed, thank you for coming in. Thanks for saying I will share again. You did an op awesome episodes that's in the archives for everybody in war games for spin selling last time so she's definitely somebody you want to know she's someone i consider to be a dear friend and a rival because we both push each other it's the iron sharpens iron and we both sit back and go really is that all you've done is that all you've done how many have you done what what so again i'm excited to learn from her because that means what? That means I get to sharpen myself during this situation. So, and Sonia does love me. So, love you too, Sonia. 
Uh-huh. BFF, yes. So I want to say, uh, Miss Fareed, welcome. I know you've planned a presentation for us today. I'm just excited that we get to hang out. We started in the green room before this, just going, I miss you. It's been forever, right? You're down, what, two, an hour and a half away from me, two hours? So I got to make time. I'm in Carlsbad. That's right. At least once a month. So we can well, get down. Thank there. you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to share it with you guys today. Here's the, this is what I call the hustling room, right? This, yeah. this is all made of champions and hustlers. And I'm so excited to be able to share what I got for you today. Short slides. So don't worry about it. It's not going to be a lecture. We're going to bring it. So I'm excited. And um, hi, Bob. Hi. So, as everybody knows, Bob Donnell, also a former War Games trainer that's here, has been a friend and a mentor of mine since back in the day, a little bit before 2008, because um, I had to bring him into one of our insurance business where Fareed and I were together. And so that's when I met Bob, brought him on board, but he's been invaluable in life itself. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm going to say it's really, let's just talk about Fareed. Let's talk about Fareed. This is for the Fareed show at this point. In the title, I didn't even put my own name. I was like, no, no, no. We need we need to hear from Fareed. We all need to go. She's a business pro, and she's the entrepreneur that can help other entrepreneurs, and that's really what War Games Group is all about. And so, Miss Fareed, yes. how would you like to take this? How would you like to Absolutely. take this? Well, uh Number one, I hope that all of you are ready to take some notes because I'm going to give you literally three major aspects of a successful entrepreneur, and especially if you're in sales. So let's get the slideshow going. We'll get let's started. Let's move this around. Let's put Fareed up here. And I'll just warn Fareed right now, Woo! danger. There's another Ingram that just joined the room too. Yes. So, yes. So hello, hello, to. hello. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Hello. Let's right, go so in. Then- all right. We moved us all around. Here's Fareed's PowerPoint presentation. Everybody get your pens out, get your paper ready, and let's go. Well, the first thing, first thing is first, right? What is your M game? Have you identified your M game, right? Do you have any game at all? That's literally what I am going to, uh, I am going to share with you today. Let's master. I'm going to give you just three Mm -hmm. to four things that are very important to master your M game. And obviously, if you don't know what an M game is, then you're on the right spot. And I, Love that you're here. You're going to come out of, out of this more of a champion than what you already are. So let's start with the first one. Everything starts with the mind. Rewiring your mind for the accomplishments you desire. Isn't that a strong, a strong statement? Rewiring your mind for the accomplishments that you desire. You know what? I have to tell you, in the years that I have been an entrepreneur... Uh, the one thing I've been able to master and will continue to, you know, sharpen my saw basically is in mastering my mind. The mind of a human can either take you to be a successful person or it can take you to be the poorest and saddest and most miserable person in the world. Wouldn't you agree with me? Hmm. 
So first thing is first, if we're talking about mastering your mind, we have to start with reframing your thinking, correct? So for example, who here uh, woke up this morning dragging your feet, saying, oh, I just want five more, more, more minutes in this bed. We probably all did, right? Jeez, you called out Frank right there. You totally called out <laughs> Frank right there in front of everybody. Yeah. Hey, I do just, it every just, morning. Just call me out by name next time. You don't have to beat around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try to do that. Well, you know what? Every morning we have to reframe our thinking. Are we about to have a successful day or are we going to allow our laziness, our, you know, we, we stood up until four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, whatever your, your, your end of your day is, are we going to allow that to predicate the, the following day? It's really what it comes down to. Correct. So if you reframe your thinking and you make that a habit of every morning waking up to whatever you call your own type of motivation, right? If you, if you're a prayer uh, person, if you're uh, affirmations uh, videos, if you go on YouTube and find something to reframe your thinking on a daily basis, save that on your phone. Stop saving music that doesn't serve you. Continue to find things that will serve you on a daily basis to help you reframe your thinking. Now, once you reframe your thinking, so I don't know about you, Joe, but tell me one thing that you do in the morning to reframe your thinking, something that anybody that's watching us today can think. Give me one thing. So one thing I do, so when I get up in the morning to go take a shower, I always start a podcast like Ed Milet or someone along those lines so that I can hit it and just press the button and play it through the entire shower so that it's not there. And again, this also inspires me too. Yes. Joe looks in the mirror. Yes. So <laughs> Hey, if that wires you and that reframes your thinking, then more power to you. I don't blame you for that. <laughs> yes. I, I typically will wake up neutral. Okay. I don't wake up in dread or I don't wake up going, Oh my gosh, the world is amazing. It's my oyster. Right. So I wake up neutral. So I do agree with you. The answer is, how do I get myself into that positive state? And so I always look and say, who do I admire? Who can I go press play and get that going? I'm an auditory learner. So the podcast works for me. I mean, if you're visual, maybe someone's got to read. But awesome. to me, awesome. I just need the best thing in my ears. And many of you can relate to that, right? We find uh, things to listen to that will retune us, will reframe our thinking. I know for me, I, I actually have a course, just so you know, Joe, because I haven't mm -hmm. sent it to you, but I will. I have a course to calibrate your mind for success. Bottom line, that's what it, that's what it's about. And all it requires is seven to 10 minutes in the morning. Out of those seven to 10 minutes of your morning, and this, the most successful people that have already practiced it, and there is millionaires who have actually done the same practice for seven to 10 minutes every morning, and now can celebrate their successes because they are so in tune with that calibration of your mind. So 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's okay. You'll get more tips later that you're able to catch on. But cali recalibrating your brain every morning will accomplish so many things. And why I'm going to take the most of our time today talking about this is because there is proven success. And I'm not name dropping yet, but I will soon <laughs> in a book that will be coming up about exactly this, mind masterminding and how to calibrate your brain for success. So reframing and thinking of your brain. I do this every morning, seven minutes of my first wake up, okay, is breathing. And obviously I am a woman of faith. So I thank the Lord for allowing me to live another day. And I also ask him to give me the tools to be able to change people's life today. And that is the very first thing I say every morning. Um, and then I move into my calibration exercise. My calibration exercise is seven minutes long where I don't care if the house is burning. I'm going to have to survive it for those seven minutes because I go into this deep meditation with my calibration tools to be able to get me to have the best day possible. Now, do you think this is easy? No, right? Sometimes embracing change and being able to pivot, it's what it's going to get you to be able to accomplish that. What I mean by that is that, you know, sometimes I wake up sad. Somebody made me sad overnight. You know, there was a situation uh, that happened. Um, you know, yesterday I got a call that my, uh, my great grandma, aunt, my auntie, I don't know how you call it, but if she is my grandma's sister. A, relative, a relative? Yeah. <laughs> she passed away yesterday, right? And okay. just thinking Sorry. of her life made me sad. Thinking of her life made me happy because she accomplished a lot. But thinking of now she's gone, we have no more time, right? And how easy and what perspective you have. Well, I needed to control my mind uh, and embrace that change and go, you know what? Yes, we're going to miss her dearly, but we choose to remember what's good. And I'm going to pivot this sentiment and this feeling of sadness, and I'm not going to victimize myself for the day, right? There's no victimizing here. So that victim mentality has got to go away, and you have got to pivot away from it on a daily basis. Because the only monster out in the world is the one that you create in your mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, so true. being in the moment. So as I go through my day emotions, I always say, right, I'm here to do good to the world. But just as I'm here to do good to the world, and that is my mission, and that's the flag that I carry, I also know that if I wanted to be evil, <laughs> I could probably be the best one. Why? Because I have mastered my mind to embrace and be in the moment of whatever I do, right? So whatever I do, that's why I said I've never in my life have been into drugs or anything like that because I knew from an early age that my mind was so strong 
that if I liked it, I was going to be the best drug addict. Does that make sense? (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Yes. I chose to stay away from it. So when you identify something that is going to be good for you, be in the moment. But when you identify something that is not going to be good for you, uh, find and pivot and find an exit plan in that moment. So that leads me to my next point, positive psychology. What are you telling your brain on a daily basis? Positive psychology. The best thing I can tell you about positive psychology is the fact that you already have chains that you're carrying. Okay. FYI, if you didn't know it, all right, your upbringing and and past situations have a lot to do with what you do on a daily basis. And if those things, okay, don't define you, then you're not playing the right game. That's your mind mastering because you can allow them to define you or you can allow them to give you the tools not to be that situation. Do you, do you follow me? So in this particular case, what are you telling your brain? What is the psychology? Are you always talking about, Oh, I come from a divorced family. So that means I'm never going to have a great relationship myself. Oh, I come from poverty. So I was meant to be poor. Oh, this deal didn't go through. So, Oh my God, I'm just doomed to fail. I'm not a winner. I'm not this. I'm not, what are you telling and feeding your brain? Positive psychology has to do with every moment of your day, not just in the morning when you wake up and you do your seven minute practice of affirmations. It talks about positive psychology on a daily basis. Protect your circle. I talk about it all the time. Who's in your circle? Who are you allowing in your circle? And are you putting up with BS? And women, I'm talking to you. And men, I'm talking to you with what you read and what videos you watch. Women, I'm talking to you when you allow your girlfriends to fill your brain with filth. Okay? So you guys don't think I was talking against you. I am all for you too. (laughs) But that's what I'm talking about. Positive psychology. If, If you're not being of value to me, my brain, my heart, and my pockets... You're not allowed in my circle. That's it. Because I'm the only one responsible for my circle. Period. Joe isn't responsible. My my mom, my divorced parents aren't responsible. My damaging relationships aren't responsible. I'm responsible to protect the positive psychology that I feed my brain. Now, do you have a productive mindset? Are you talking about what am I going to accomplish today? Or are you talking about Jesus Christ? I have 10 freaking to do's that I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get done today. Does that make sense? You guys? Oh my gosh. It sounds like you followed me around and that's what, that's what I hear all day long. That's what I'm saying. So that's right. You know, people tell me, oh, Farid, it's so easy for you because you're so positive. Oh, Farid, you're just so charming. Oh, Farid, you know, uh, you know what? Stop it. No, I'm not charming. I could be the biggest 
B-I-T-C-H in the world. No, I'm not positive. <laughs> I love that, whoever put that. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom that. Basic, yes. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about, right? No, you know what? Uh, last night I had a huge argument with somebody that dragged me until four o'clock in the morning. And that Frank, argument would have Frank. made me cancel this yeah. today. Does that make sense? It was sense? Frank. It was Frank. Yeah. <laughs> no. Frank, no, no. You, Sorry. You said Sorry about that. Call me out again. Just, yep. just tell everybody. Right. That's why she was like, oh, yay, he's here. Uh-huh. We saw her no, in the beginning. No, of course not. No, everybody do not believe a word they're saying. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, situations on a daily basis. I'm not just talking about what happens to me. Maybe you had, maybe you had a flat tire in the morning, right? That's all the signs of somebody trying to shift your brain in a negative way. And guess what? Are you a champion? What are you made of? Are you going to allow every situation to carry you down and end your day in a negative instead of a positive? No. Well, if at any point you're in a funk and my best friends, two of them are here right now, right? Watching. They know that I am, if I am in a funk, I must hang around with positive influences, which takes me to psychological influences. Who do you have? Do you have those people identified? Do you have those things identified? Whether it is meditation, yoga, going to the, you know, for me, like just sitting in front of the ocean, it clears my mind completely. It retunes me. Listening, um, listening to my calibration exercises in the morning. That's my psychological influences. If I'm down and maybe, you know, I had a, I had a $26,000 commission, okay, cancel out in a matter of 20 days of enjoying it. So what do I do in that moment? I probably already spent it, right? I, I probably yeah. already did. So now how the heck am I going to uh, get that back? So am I going to take... 30 days to change my mind that I'm sad and I'm, oh my God, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe, or am I going to take 0.02 seconds to go, well, all right, let's go get the next one because I got a problem to resolve. I have a solution to come up with, right? So yeah. again, psychological influences. If I need cells, if I need to learn how to do something, I'm going to call Joe. He's my psychological influence. Joe, what do you think? Just the fact that he thinks I'm amazing. I'm going to call Joe. If I right. need if I need a friend, I'm going to call Sonia. If I need somebody to tell me how awesome you are and how, you know, you've survived worse things in the world, I'm going to call Sonia. So, yeah. again, you have to identify your psychological influences. And it do, it's not a thing, and it's not a person, and it's not anything. It's what is a positive change for you. Okay. Woo. I don't know about you, but I'm fired up. <laughs> I was going to say she's in the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, how about mastering your marketing guys? Mm -hmm. Do you all agree that you can identify my marketing strategy? <laughs> yes or no? 
All right, don't answer me. It's oh, all yes. about being creative and understanding your customer, right? Every time I sit in front of a customer, I have already identified that customer, all right? It's about seeing the world through your customer's eyes. That's called marketing mastery. How do you master the fact that you are going to get your end product or service delivered? Well, you ain't going to do it just because you have a pretty ad. You ain't going to do it because you just spent through Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and all the ads in the world, you know, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars that month. That ain't going to bring you nothing. It's the fact that you know how to deliver a message. It's the fact that you have identified the needs of your clients. And it's the fact that you have a solution for their problems, right? And therefore, you have to have creativity. And what makes me so good in marketing? You know, I get calls all the time. Oh, can you help me do a flyer? Oh, can you help me do this? Oh, Farid, what are you doing for marketing? Well, guess what? I got to be creative. Oh, Farid, but you're, you're just too creative. You were born with creativity. No, I was born with a mindset, a control mindset that is calibrated every day to identify that OP is the best solution in the world. And that I don't have to do it all. OP meaning other people. So if I don't have creativity, I go and call my positive environment to find out who can be creative for me. Do I hit roadblocks all the time? Heck yeah. On a daily. I'm a mom. I'm a partner. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. And then I'm a woman that every 30 days has these few days that I'm pissy. So guess what? OP. OP. <laughs> so if you had other productive people, there was other productive people, you'd be down with OPP. Yeah, you know That's me. right, OPP. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Know your customer. You know, who am I targeting? Am I targeting? who? What are you selling, number one? Are you selling yourself? Are you selling a product? Are you selling a service? What is it that you're selling? Because you're, you're selling something. And for any of you here that sit here and go, I'm not a salesperson. Well, heck, if you're married, how did you sell your wife or your husband to marry you? If you, if you have kids, how do you sell your kids every day to brush their teeth, to eat their food? If you are an employee of some sort, how did you sell yourself to get that job? If you're an entrepreneur, how did you sell your, sell your brain to spend any money to have so much responsibility. You all see that? So guess Boom. what? We're all salespeople. Stop BSing yourself. Number one. So identify your customer. Know exactly who it is that you're trying to target. Learn their behavior, their needs, and come up with a solution. Now, in my last time I was here with Joe, right? With all these warriors... We talked about system, right? One of the topics was system. What kind of system? Are you a systematic person? Well, everybody needs to have a system. McDonald's isn't McDonald's without a system. I for sure hate their burgers. So guess what? There will be one fourth. I'm sorry. One, yes, one, one fifth of the customers they have right now 
will continue to go there if they didn't have a system. If it was, if they were just selling the actual product. So right. what system are you following? Are you following your job system? Your, um, I don't know, something you made up yourself or are you mimicking other successful people in your industry? Mm. There is nothing wrong with you actually paying $29 for, for, you know, a system that may work for you. Why, you know, you go and bust it at Starbucks. Why don't you go bust it in your brain and get a system that works for you? And if you have to do it 10 times and it becomes $290, who cares? It's probably the best $290 you ever spend in your life. Get a winning system and be ready to pivot. If one system doesn't work now, you're not going to go do it once and it doesn't work. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to have to try another one. I've been guilty. All right. I agree. My weaknesses, <laughs> exposing yeah. my weaknesses. System of the month been, club. Yeah, that's right. Hey, and I will do it. Why? Because every system teaches me a system within a system that I can create for myself. So I'm always ready to pivot. Okay. Now, customization. That's exactly what I just talked about. If you go and invest in yourself, do not think that everything that comes out of that person's mouth is going to apply to you or that you have to do. So now it's too distant, right? The better they get in their speaking, <laughs> the farther away they get into your reality. Well, stop it. Identify what is it that will serve you and customize it to you. At the end of the day, people will buy you. The product is just a side thing, all right? right? It's just to resolve a need that they have, but they really mm. buy you. How many damn car dealerships can you go to in a day and find the same vehicle? I've done that, okay? They hate me at car dealerships, Joe. So, uh -huh. so yeah. So, anyways. Uh, I tell her to take me with her, but she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't need it. They hate me. When If they ever see me come back, they're like, oh, my God, here yeah. we go. <laughs> see, look, here's Tyler, Tyler's agreeing with you, too, because he's a car guy, too. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 don't let her come in. Don't let her come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably want me there to teach him a thing or two so he can. Oh, yeah. So he can 10x his car sales <laughs> strategy. Uh, but anyways, um, proactive versus reactive. Are you. Is your marketing game proactive or reactive? What do you think? What Any of you, what do you guys most, think? Most people will be reactive as opposed to proactive. Right. Marketing is supposed to be proactive. That's you reaching out to people, but most people wait for someone to reach out to them accidentally or word of mouth or whatever it is. And they're missing the fact that you got to advertise yourself. Heck yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I always talk about you have to prepare yourself with these things. Uh, if you're a perfectionist, calibrate your brain to settle down your perfectionism. A lot of times it's just taking the action that will get you to, you know, over that, over that bump, over that hill. Just stop being fearful of what are people going to think? What is the outcome going to be? Jesus Christ, you know, what does it say? You're already, you're, you're already trying to deliver a baby and you haven't even gotten a girlfriend yet. Like, let's go, you know, let's go. Stop 
thinking that. Let's just push through. You know what, Joe? You and I are very much alike. That may mean because we're a September 2nd baby, right? Yes. Thanks to our mamas. But right. I, have to I have to tell you, I love a challenge. So people that know me well and they want to get away without smarting me, they'll challenge me. Well, <laughs> little do they know that I'm a mind master, right? I'm also yeah. a marketing master. So I know and I am ready to be reactive and proactive because both are good. You guys didn't answer me because you thought there was one right and one wrong. No, I'm proactive because I study my market before I go, right? This training is about sales. So in sales, you have to be proactive with everything I'm telling you, calibrating your mind, uh, in, you know, uh, getting the positive influences, uh, knowing your customer, creating a system. Those are all proactive things that you're going to do. But pivoting is a reactive, right? Being able to pivot in any given way. That's a reactive situation, all right? Customizing it to your, to your advantage. If I, am, if I have a sales pitch, I hate those flip charts, all right? I'm not, about, I'm not a flip chart person. I actually refuse. And, but I know that it helps the normal, <laughs> okay? True, and I consider myself statement. to be yeah. not normal. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah. So it helps, it helps you. If that's the system that hmm. you love, then, then more power to you. Go for it. But what I do is I have been proactive in getting all my tools in, in, in my toolbox. So when I'm, in need of being reactive, it's not in a negative way. It's in a positive way. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. This will get you to master marketing. If you just learn these six things and learn to master these six things, you will be a master in marketing. Hmm. Right? That leads me to my last tip. How do you... Tell Sonia Sorry, to stop calling you. Lord have mercy. <laughs> the thing is, I don't even know how to put this volume down. So y'all are going to have to forgive me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an Apple product. Frank can't help you. And I don't even know. Don't worry about Apple. it. I already figured it out. I'm, I'm ahead well, of look, you. And Sonia's kid. trying to pretend it's not her. Uh -huh. We know it, Sonia. Your picture came up on her watch earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. All right. Let's take this to our last step. Our last step is money mastery, right? Mm -hmm. How do you leverage your money? Your money mindset is your set of money beliefs and values that are usually subconscious. Where are you coming from? From the money perspective. You have a poor mentality, a rich mentality. I could go a thousand books and tell you how you think right? Mm -hmm. Kiyosaki does a marvelous job with that. And you had Sharon Lecter uh, last week or so, correct? Yep. Great female. She's, she's also a person that I follow dearly. Um, I even have her signed book. See? Ooh, nice. Right there. See, I'm showing you. Yes. Right. And that is a person that shows us money, money mastery. Why? 
Did it, doesn't it all come from the first step I showed you? A hundred percent. Right? What defines you? Are you carrying chains? What are your mm -hmm. beliefs? Do you really believe you can have all the money in the world? Or you just hear it and go, ah, I can have all the money in the world. Or do you go, what? I already have all the money in the world. What are you talking about? Does that make sense? So don't be fooled by all those gurus that tell you, oh, you know, buy my, buy my, my, my product for $5,000 and I'm going to show you how to make money. If you don't believe it, <laughs> please donate it, donate it. It'll make you feel better in your heart. All right. Cause you ain't going to get it. So it your belief of the money is the one thing that you have to master. How is my subconscious playing in my life today? Well, I invite you to do a self-assessment. How was your belief 10 years ago about money? Is it better today? Yes. Worse or equal? Hmm. That was Once great. Once you identified that, have you made progress? Are you still in the same position or have you regressed? And that will give you the answer of your money mastery and mm. belief system. So identify it. Now, guys and gals, fears and taboos about money. Are you effing kidding me? Please. <laughs> Who tells you that because your parents were poor that you have to be poor? Mm. Uh Aren't the most successful people in the world people that came from nothing? I don't care if it was a 30-year-old rich person, if it was a freaking 70-year-old. Uh, what's it, Captain Crunch, or what's that, chicken? <laughs> the Colonel. <laughs> yes. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. I had, I had two really bad foods just mentioned. But uh, right. no. <laughs> What I'm talking about, it doesn't matter how old you are. Look into my mm. eyes and trust me when I tell you this. Today <laughs> is the day you change your belief. If you want to be in the money game and you want to master it, start by believing that you can have it. So part of my vision board says $10 million in my savings account. $10 million in my savings account, right? Now, do you think $10 million in my savings account affirmation was here 10 years ago? Heck to the no. I was scared to put 100,000. Does that make sense? And over the years, I was like, oh, I got to push myself a little more. Okay, let's do a million. All right, let's do 5 million and so on and so forth. You get it? So why? Because I'll be darn if I don't have that by the end of my life. Now, right. am I wanting to have it today? Heck yeah. Shoot. I got some bags and high heels that I got to go buy. But I will not rest. I will not rest until my last breath to accomplish what I came in this world to do. And for mm -hmm. me... $10 million will allow me and gear me to do the good that I came here to do. 
Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. the taboo that, oh, you're, um, what's that word where they tell you, not greedy, but the other word um, that it's actually positive, but people do it negatively. Um, oh, Lord. Ambitious. ambitious. You're too ambitious. Okay. So my first <laughs> husband accused me of that. My first husband, my only husband, my ex-husband. There you go. My ex-husband. Wow. She's already me. planning on the second one. Slow down, Turbo. Right? Slow down no. for your next divorce. You're not even dating. Come on. We heard that already so, with the pregnancy. <laughs> so my ex-husband said, you're too ambitious. Is there such thing as too ambitious? No, no only for means... someone who lacks ambition. Hmm. Correct. And I said, really? Well, you need to learn how to be a little bit more ambitious. And then we'll meet. Right. We'll meet again. Right? So, again, ambitious doesn't mean that you want the money for what I just said. For cars, for mansions, for this. And if you do, more power to you. You probably earn them. But it is so you can make good back to the world. That's mm. it. You can be able to accomplish the things that you cannot right now. And then get yourself a pretty girlfriend because those are always around scoping you out. Financial baggage, you guys. What is the financial baggage you're carrying? Dump it. You know, because you have a past due bill today doesn't mean that you'll have a past due bill tomorrow. My best friend can tell you. I've used this in for the past 20 years of my life. Today, I may be broke as a joke, but tomorrow I'll be a millionaire. Hey, today I'm a millionaire and tomorrow I may be joke as a broke. So let's go enjoy it. Does <laughs> that make sense? Right? It's all mindset, you. words. <laughs> so financial baggage dump it and dump it in a trash bin that you're never going to reopen again once mm. you dump it let it go knowledge you guys know i'm a financial professional you guys know i preach financial literacy why do i preach financial literacy and look at me look at me for everyone in espanol for women with Sharon Lecter, Lecter uh, for women. Mm. So again, I preach financial literacy because it's the root of all evil. If you have it, you can do so good and you can do so bad. If you don't have the financial knowledge, if you don't have it, you can ruin your life and everybody around you because you're miserable because you don't have it. So one of the most important things you can do to yourself is go search for a financial education class. Don't be mm -hmm. scared. There's no taboo here, right? right. So yep. in one of the exercises that I practice on my calibration routine is always listening to some type of financial advice, some type of financial tip. Now, am I going to use all of them? No, a lot of them don't apply to me. But when I find one that does, I just sharpen my, my tool, right? So nice. please, knowledge is power when applied. Mm. 
Now leverage. Are you leveraging your money? Is your money there to do bad or is your money there to do good? You know, if you have a little bit of money, you can set up your weakness to be, to be accomplished, right? OPP, you know me. <laughs> right? Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Yeah. When people tell me no, I always say, how much would it cost? But if I don't have the money, I can't say that. Then I got to charm them somewhere else. Somehow else, <laughs> right? <laughs> so leveraging. Leverage your mind. You know, when I need somebody to get what I'm saying, I leverage my mind. When I need to communicate with somebody that doesn't understand my language, I leverage my friends that speak other languages. When mm -hmm. I need to set up something to help me deliver a message, I leverage my money. I leverage technology, artificial intelligence. Is your artificial intelligence game on point and caught up? Because if you're not catching up to artificial intelligence right now, guess what? Your marketing will suck in a few, in, in a few months. So catch up. Yeah. And OPM, my favorite. Are you here to get up to use oh. other people's money? Damn. You know, I have to tell you. I have bought so many things with other people's money. And I'm not afraid to say this. My first ever business was done with other people's money. Now, don't get me wrong. They made 10, 20, 50, 100 times, right? <laughs> right. What they put in. But am I going to find loans or am I going to find partners? Does that make sense? Yes. If people don't have the mental capacity that you do, but they have the money, they need you as much as you need them. True. And until you can become your own investor, you can utilize other people's money by having. Right. Guess what? Money mastery. Oh. <laughs> the ultimate game mastery. If your mind is taken care of with your thoughts, your emotions, and your decisions, your marketing has a strategy. You cut up to the latest technology and you have targets in place and your money, you have great habits. You're in control of your money and you know how to leverage it. That's when people give you what you want. Hmm. Boom. Boom. Okay, I'm gonna push this down right now. Boom. That's amazing. I got I got text message from people going, I'm having palpitations because she's so on fire. It's just throwing it that way. So yeah, she did. She brought the fire and the axe. She's taking care of all of it as it goes through. Um, any question, those of you on the screen, if you're you know manly enough to ask her a question. No. Please, please be manly enough. How do you how do you think artificial intelligence is going to play into the financial game? Oh, huge, huge. If you're not, like I said, you know, I talked about little flip charts a little bit ago. You know, yeah. that's outdated. If you are not in some way, shape, or form have an online presence, 
with automations, you're way behind times. So in the financial world, of course, we're compliant. Of course, we got to follow a lot of rules. <laughs> but just how they take their, 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 their precious time finding things to make us compliant, the other side, right? The dark horse always finds a way to get us in there for artificial intelligence. So again, it goes, it's, it's huge, right? I'm, I even feel that I'm behind in times. And every day I'm studying something about AI. So in the financial world, if you're not caught up to the new times, you're going to be outdated. Thank you. Absolutely. And again, I, I sit with my clients continuously talking about how AI is going to make things better for them. And you said the biggest word, which is automation. Mm -hmm. So I have clients that are like, you've saved me over three hours a day just by automating these certain processes because I used to, but I mean, simple things like a report comes in and you have to scrape the data out and go put it into something else so that everybody can see it. All that could be done with artificial intelligence, right? You can build out, you can build your website with artificial intelligence. You can build all of these things that make your life easier hmm. without having to go find other people to do it. Right. You have the actual OM, which is other machines. Right. That'll do it for you. But yeah, I look at it and say you have to be thinking much further ahead than everybody else. Yeah. I, I have a group. Of like, yeah, I have I have four or five people that we're sitting down weekly trying to determine how artificial intelligence can be implemented into the automotive space. Hmm. And all we're doing is saying we're going to find the right way to get it push it through and boom, it's going to come out the other side. We'll be the first ones putting it out to everybody. Hmm. Right. But that's yeah. because in my book, business plus, in my book, business plus breakthrough, uh, Joe, mm -hmm. which that was what a few years ago, I talked about this exactly, you know, how to get ahead of your sales game in artificial intelligence. Now at that point, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a buzzword. Right? You didn't even spell AI back then. Yes, I've been talking. I've, exactly. I've been talking artificial intelligence subconsciously. I'm, or I don't know how you say it without even knowing that that's what it was going right. to be. Right. For right. years, I'm talking about the, the last 10 years. I was blessed enough to be in an environment where I saw future technology. And so I was able to implement that in my sales technique and go, holy smokes, if only right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, at that time, I didn't have the money to invest. Otherwise, I probably own that trademark. But <laughs> hey, you just got to you just catch up, catch up, catch up. I the, the one thing I teach on, on that book, on the business book is for all business owners, whoever likes a copy, just send me an email and I will email it to you. Uh, PDF. In that book, I tell you, I can find you $50,000. Okay of what you're currently doing right now, I could find you $50,000 in 30 minutes. Hmm. Damn. And, and guess what I'm using? I'm going to assume artificial intelligence. That's my guess too. Yeah. Correcto. It's like, it's like we're pretty smart. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Yes, Bob. What's your thought? I saw you. 
Because the gears are moving over there, Bob. We're pretty smart. I agree. Correct. So, so let's if get you want him to email you at the uh, expert agent, is that a good one? Or to ask for each is the... near God, Gmail. Doesn't okay. matter. All right. There you go. I put that one on the screen. Perfect. So expert agent Perfect. 619 at Gmail. Email her and get the book. Now, will you tell us all how we're supposed to be able to get this course for our seven, nine <laughs> minutes? And one thing I, I also want to point out for everybody else, stop and realize she, she has the ability to provide you something that would last within the same time you hit snooze. Because when you hit snooze, that's nine minutes that your clock resets to wake you up again. Mm. What if you didn't hit snooze and instead you got up and followed her morning ritual to get in there and say, here, how much further ahead would you be following her nice. guidelines? Yes. Well, send me an email, drop me a note. I unfortunately cannot give it to everybody because I have a partnership agreement. All well, right. I, was gonna say, to, show them where, I just want to know where they can go get it. Buy not, it. not yet. I will send it to you, Joe, okay. and you definitely right. then we'll send put it, it in the war games group. Yep. Okay. Yes. All but I'm telling you, you give me a call, Joe, I, I give it to you and I'm going to charge you 10% of whatever you gain. That's it. Uh, look at that. Now it becomes win-win, you see, because I'll still make the other 90%. Yes. So of 90% of, of 100% that you didn't have before, because that's exactly, exactly. what you will gain. Right. And that's going to, and what does that tell you? That's the money mastery, right? Could you see that you would keep the 90% or did you just clinch and go, I have to give you 10% of what I made extra? Stop it. Stop with your well, if I make you a million dollars in the next year, I, I'm sure you wouldn't mind sharing a hundred thousand. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it sounds like a Shark Tank royalty deal. That's what I think in there. Nice. Fareed is, is Mrs. Wonderful. Mr. Yeah, That's Mrs. Wonderful coming back going, yes, I want $2 on every product until I make my million back, and then I'll take 10%. Yeah. So. <laughs> Love it. Now I'm I'm telling you anything you guys need that I use, it's it's all for you. I am not intending to make any money on this, but hey, little tips are good. So I was say, um, you should so be making money on this. Yes, I do. The universe is on my it's in my favor. So and right now, good. if Farid wants to invade China, I'm down with it. Okay, <laughs> so you've got a whole selection. Of people, Let's go. they've, already, they've hey. already put it up there that you need to run for president because they're up there. We have <laughs> we have that one too. So oh lord, no, thank Reed you. Read twenty twenty four. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine you guys, it, coming at these people? Man, no, they scary times. They couldn't. They couldn't take a person like me. I, I'm telling you all. what. Yeah, Not my mind is too protected. <laughs> <laughs> that's strong yes so go right. for read marco said go for read with all the fire perfect thank everybody marco. thank you so much for spending your time with us today miss Farid. amazing as always i could tell you thank you right you you are on fire and it's always great to be warmed by you right in the thank fire you. so it, the, the strong ones will jump in the fire with her and let it ignite you. So let's go. I, let's I, let's, I challenge let's make everyone a movement. Of you 
Every one of you this week, I challenge you to tell somebody, look, you don't even have a girlfriend yet. Stop thinking about how you're going to have a baby, right? How you're going to deliver the baby. I want you to work that into a conversation somewhere this week. Okay. (laughs) And then send me your feedback. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And when you're done talking, just go hashtag Fareed. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you say that. Yes. As soon as you leave, as soon as you leave the HR department, you send an email right over, right over to Fareed. So why was this man talking about a baby? Why I I just work with him. I don't know what he's doing, but just tell the HR lady, just send my write up to expertagent619 at gmail.com. Yes. You all can come work with me. We'll we'll become business partners in one type of venture. Yes, I love it. I love it. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. And we are out. Will you all go out and sell something? Thanks, everybody.